Well, good morning and welcome to Winners Win Live. I'm Christopher Coakley, president of Surge 365, and happy new year. You know, this is the uh, <clears throat> second day of 2021, the new year, and uh, we're so excited about all the things that we truly know are going to happen this year for so many of you and your family when it comes to building your own independent business um, that can function online and truly survive all environments. And that's what's so excited about networking is that, you know, nothing really can stop it. It is the nature of who we are. And so if you've got a great business that can operate online, that's got an incredible compensation plan, you know, you've got, you know, a lot of the tools necessary to truly build success, especially in 2021. The one thing that you've got to work on is what I always say you got to work on, and that's the space between your two ears. It's the way you think. It's just that simple. Most people's success can be tied to exactly the way they thought and the way they currently think. And you can say that, you know, in reverse, the most people's failure can be tied directly to the way they think, whether it's the way they were taught to think or the way they were raised to think or the way that they've taught themselves to think. Uh, you know, you can trace everything back, you know, to those components. And so it's so important to continuously work on this. And, uh, and all, what I'm going to say today, briefly, uh, as most of you are still enjoying bringing in the new year, is one of the great ways. I, I covered last time three things that I thought were most important, you know, in our success. And, um, and I talked about mentors. I talked about goal setting. I talked about reading. And, uh, and that's the thing I want to mention today in a little more detail is goal setting. Goal setting is absolutely one of the ways to keep your brain on focus. A lot of people don't realize how complex yet simple the brain is. And it's it, it has to be constantly kept focused or it will just revert back to doing what it naturally knows to do. You know, your brain is on automatic pilot. You don't have to say, I'm going to breathe now. You know, you don't have to say, I'm going to pump blood to certain uh, extremities now. You know, you don't have to say, I'm going to, uh, um, you know, flush my body. I'm going to release my white blood cells to fight disease now. You don't have to make any of these commands. Your brain does it automatically as your body needs it. Your brain is constantly working for the main purpose of keeping you alive. That's your brain's number one purpose. And it does that automatically. But to get it to focus on your goals, your dreams, the life you want, the things you want to achieve, you've got to now focus it and keep it focused on those things until they're accomplished. Or your brain will just go back to survival mode. And so, so many people are like, why do I, you know, have to do goals. I know what I want. I don't have to write it down. I don't have to read it. Your brain, you can say it one time. And your brain will ignore that and continue to work on your survival. And you'll say, why am I not functioning? Why am I not moving forward? Why am I not achieving things? Because you haven't buckled down and focused on 
sold out to anything. Everything is a mere wish instead of a, a an obsessed goal, you know, and uh, that's the difference between the people who win big and the people who don't is those that are able to turn their mere wish into goals that they absolutely focus on until they hit them. And, and that's really the difference. So let me give you some other mind controlling things really quick to kick off the year. Uh, and then I'll go through really quick some of the goal stuff and uh, and then continue to enjoy bringing in the new year and preparing for and to prosper. But we're already on the second. So time will start to go fast. As it always does. So don't let another day go by that you don't at least work on your goals and begin the process of achieving them. My five building blocks that that, that I always teach um, in, in controlling your mind and keeping your, your focus. Uh, number one is understanding this, and I say it over and over again, 90% of winning is right here. It's just the space between your two ears. What we physically do isn't complex. It's not complicated, it's not hard. The hard part is this. So you got to control that voice within, that, that, that rock star, as I call it, within. You got to control that subconscious mind, which controls your conscious mind. So you got to control the subconscious. And, and uh, that's, that's part of how you're going to win that battle. Another part of it is, like I said, you got to become obsessed with, not, not I'm going to dabble with, I'm going to toy with, I'm going to play. You got to become obsessed with goal setting and goal hitting. Now, I know some of you go, Chris, well, it's not good to be obsessed with anything. It is if what you're obsessed with is your goals and dreams. And I hope your goals and dreams are positive and I hope they intend to help others. And they do. So being obsessed with them isn't a bad thing. But do you know what level of commitment obsession is? See, that's the difference. That's the difference maker. As most of us, we wish for things. Some of us are bold enough to even have dreams of things. And some of us are bold enough to even ha have goals for things. But very few are able to get themselves to obsession with those goals. And I know the word obsession, you know, we've been taught is a negative word, but get that connotation out of your head. One of the things I, I, I read in Anthony Robbins' book, Awaken the Giant In, is nothing has meaning except the meaning you give it. So I need you to take the negative meaning of obsession out of your head and I want you to put the positive meaning of intense level of focus on that word. And then I want you to become it. I want you to become obsessed with goal setting and goal hitting. Um, number two is you got to accept and understand that leadership is the key. Lead what, what the big bucks are paid for is leadership. What's in demand is leadership. What people want, what people need, what people are looking for, even when they don't know it, is leadership. But here's what you have to understand. 
Leadership is a learned process. It's not something you're born with. You learn it. So learn it. It amazes me how some of you just are determined not to learn how to become leaders. You're just going to live your life the way you want. I just am who I am. I'm going to do what I want to do. And you're not going to ever make what you want to make or achieve what you want to achieve. You've got to make a decision that you're going to be a leader. And then you got to make a decision that that's something you need to learn how to do. And then you need to daggum learn it. Go learn how to be a leader. Find a mentor. Find, read books. Do whatever you've got to do to figure out how to become the best leader you can. And watch your goals and your life elevate to the level of leadership that you educate yourself to and that you practice. So many people right now, great people, Great communicators are not where they want to be. And they think it's everything in the world except them. They think that they can come up with a million reasons why they're not winning. And they keep ignoring the main one staring them in their face. Are you the best leader you could possibly be? Do you make decisions as a leader or do you make selfish decisions to benefit yourself? Do you sacrifice as a leader? Are you a servant leader? Do you lead from the front? Are you in the back? And when you can look those questions in the face and answer them and be good, be positive and excited about the answer you give, then you're attacking leadership. But most people just ignore those things. They continue to be me. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to be myself. If yourself has not achieved the goals and dreams you want, maybe it's time that you change. Is that really such a bad thing? <laughs> and as I always tell people, and then after you've achieved all your goals and dreams, you can change back to anything you want. But some of you need to really consider change from who and whatever you're doing now to leadership. So important. Then you have an opportunity here to build a business within a business and do that. Duplicate what the company is teaching you how to do. Another way to control the space between your two ears is live in day-tight compartments. Well, Chris, what does that mean? Let every day stand on its own merit. Good or bad, when the day is over, it's over. It has no effect on your future. So many of you carry your days into each other and you carry them for so long. Some of you are still hurting from things that happened years ago. Let us know on a day ago, but from years ago. Some people are still dragging days, the bad days from their childhood around with them as adults. Some people are so big. I know this sounds easier than it is, but it's so important that you learn to live in daytime compartments. Every morning you wake up and you give that day your absolute best. And some days are gonna be great and so productive and some days are gonna be a big old pile of crap. But you know what's exciting? When it's over, it's over. It's done. You can't change it, 
And unless you allow it to, it shouldn't change you. Learn and now tackle this new day with a whole new vigor, with more knowledge from the day before. And go for it. See, if you start to learn to live that way, in all things, you're going to take your whole thinking to a whole new level. Um, this has become such a cliche that I think a lot of people ignore it, but it's probably the truest thing I could say. And that is people really don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. See, people really don't listen to people that they don't believe have their best interests at heart. I mean, it's just, it's just that simple. And until you learn to communicate with people on a level where they understand, they can feel the energy in your purpose, your reason for helping them, they really aren't going to they could care less how much you know. And so guys, make sure that you communicate your intentions just as much as you communicate what it takes to do what it takes to win. Because until people know that you're really doing it because you care about people and you really want to help people and you really want to see people prosper and you really want people to succeed, then you're just another snake oil salesman out there trying to convince somebody to do something that's going to make you more money and rip them off. That's how people think. Now, the question is, when you talk, is that what people think? Or do they really think you're sincere and you really are trying to help them? You better work on that. Let me give you a tip. The easiest way to appear sincere is be <laughs> sincere. <laughs> it's the easiest way. It's tough to pretend, to fake it, to act like you like or want to help when you really don't. I found the easiest way is actually do care, actually do want to help people, actually do want to see people win, actually do want to see people succeed. And I'll give you a little tip. It feels so good to be on a part of someone's success. If it, guys, you think it feels good when you succeed? Think about how you feel when your children do something great and how proud. That, think of that feeling. Now expand that to everybody being like your children. That's the feeling you get in life. I got so many kids that I'm proud of. Most of you are watching me right now. I got so many kids I want to see win so bad I can't stand it. I got so many kids that I can't wait till you walk through the threshold of your new home, your dream home. I can't wait till you pick up your dream car and send me a text or a picture of it. I can't wait till you're traveling the world and you're sending pictures of it. I can't wait until you built wealth and I can see your children and see their smiles and see how happy they are because they're not struggling for anything. They've got dreams. They're shooting for. I can't wait to see a, a, a community of people around me living like that. See, I know that I can never truly be happy if I'm the only successful person I know. 
I need a community of friends that are winning. And if I could be a little part of it, I can't do it for you. But if I could be a little, that's the pride and joy that makes life worth. If you have kids, you know what I mean. But now expand it beyond just your children. And, and you'll get that new level of truly understanding. Hey, the fifth thing of just really working on your mind is, but negatives up and positives all around. Listen to me, guys. You're going to have negative thoughts. You're going to have negative feelings. You're going to feel like quitting every day. You're going to feel, I mean, it's just, these are just natural uh, 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 blocks put in place to, to see if you really want what you want. It's going to push back. Things are always going to push back. That's why success is not easy. You got to push through these emotions that pop up really strong when things go on. Times are getting tough. But what you got to do is you got to have a system in your head. And here's the system. Whoever your mentor is, who's successful and where you want to be, can handle every negative that comes in your mind. They've been there before. They've seen it before. They've done it before. So pass those negatives up. Don't keep them inside. Don't keep them bottled. But contact your upline. Contact your mentor. Work your way up the chain until you eventually either get to me and Scott or somebody if it's still bothering you. But what you don't do is discuss it with anyone else around you, anyone else, find that one outlet and then everybody else, you are positive. You, you are a positive example to, and, and listen to me, because some of you think that exempts your family, it exempts your spouse, and I'm telling you it doesn't. Your spouse does not need to become the dumpster for your negativity. You need to encourage and, and 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 keep your spouse positive. That's your number one support system. Your children, they are the closest. They live under the same roof. They are your closest number one support system. They should be encouraged. They should be focused on their goals. They should be positive. They should be excited. They should not be privy to every doubt and fear that you're having or that you have. Nobody gathers their family together and say, you know, I'm really concerned whether I'm going to come up with enough food today. You don't tell them that. You go out and find the daggum food. And if it just so happens you didn't that day, you start telling them tomorrow's going to be better. But what you don't ever do is dump negatives. And don't dump them on your friends and family. Don't dump it on your neighbor. Don't dump it on your downline. Find one outlet. Find one. If something's really, 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 really bothering me, I can mention it to Scott. If it's really, really bothering me, I'm going to call Coach. Both of which can handle anything that's bothering me. Been there. They've done it. They've survived it. They've lived through it. But they are my only outlets for things that bother me. It's straight up to my top two mentors. Everything else, cakewalk. I can fight through it and be strength for everybody else.
set that system up. Figure out who your one's going to be and stop talking to everybody about everything that's bothering you. And become a beacon of positivity and, and encouragement. Because what you'll find is as you speak it to others, you actually absorb it yourself. It'll help you be a more positive, encouraging leader if you're positive and encouraging to everybody else. It just, it, it just will. You'll actually start to believe what you're saying. Let me um, let me close out with the steps of goal setting. Because please don't let another day go by that you don't set some goals for the year and then break them down into months and then break them down into what you need to do weekly to be on track to hit your goal. And, and if possible, break it all the way down to what you need to do daily to achieve your goal. And then go to work because you're two days behind right now. This is day two. If you haven't done it already, if you've done it and hit the ground walking, I mean running, then keep going. Let this just be your friendly neighborhood reminder. Pass it on to somebody else who has it. So six steps to goal setting. Most of you know, you can say them with me. Number one, you got to have a clear, concise mental picture of that which you want to achieve. You can't have foggy goals. You know, you know. What the movie that teaches you the best about this is like Aladdin or something like that, where you've got three wishes and you better be very specific on those wishes. You better be clear and concise what the what the uh, outcome are of the wishes you make. Well, that's how you got to be with your goals. You got to be very clear and concise of that which you want to achieve. Very clear. If you want to become wealthy. You got to know what wealth means to you. How much money is that? Exactly. You know, if you want a new home, you need to know what type of home, where do you want it to be? What style or design? How much money? How many bedrooms? How many bathrooms? How many car garage? All those things. Be clear and concise. You want a car. What car? What color? What features? Now you say, Chris, how do I be that precise? Because you go see what you want. You research what you want. So that you can be clear and concise. You find magazines, uh, put, cut out clippings, cut out pictures from of what you want. But be clear and concise. So that you can put that mental picture in your mind and you can keep your brain focused on achieving it. Number two, what price are you willing to pay? See, what, 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 what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to do? And see, so many people aren't honest with people when it comes to success, but I try to be, although I know, you know, it'll probably scare most people away. But you know what? If what it takes scares you, you probably wouldn't do it anyway. But you got to decide your goals and dreams. The life that you want for you and your family is non-negotiable. There, there, there is, you know, as I've come up through the 34 years in this industry, my business only, only 
ever had to take a back seat to anything except my spiritual beliefs, which I'm not going to break, and my family. And that one's even iffy because there's sometimes there's some family you've got to leave behind in order to achieve success so you can help that very family. And so there was sometimes that I had to pick business over family when family was trying to put me out of business. And it does happen, not intentionally, not because they have anything against you, but that's the way they were taught to think. This is all about how you think. Well, it's about how they think too. And then business, there was nothing else. If there was a choice between working or partying, I was working. If there was a choice between hanging out or working, I was working. Choice between relaxing and working, I was working. Sometimes if there was a choice between eating and working, I was working. My mentor used to teach me, calculate what things cost. Look at how much money you make and create an hourly wage for it. And so I remember when I was taught this, I looked at what I made and I said, you know, when you look at how much I work and how much I make, I probably make three to $500 an hour. And then my mentor said, so now if you go to the movies, how long does that take? And I go, eh, with everything about two hours. And how much does that cost? And I would say, well, you know, movie ticket two, ticket for two, blah, 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 you know, maybe twenty dollars. And he goes, no, it doesn't. It costs twenty dollars for the tickets to the movies. It costs another five or ten dollars for the popcorn and the candies and the sodas. By the time you're done, you probably spent fifty bucks. But you also spent two hours, which if you make three hundred dollars an hour, that's six hundred dollars you did not make while you were in the movies. So take that 600, add it to the $50 you spent while you were in there, and that movie cost you $650. Now, was that movie worth $650? Of which, of course, my answer was absolutely not. I've never seen a movie worth $650 for me to see it. And he said, then stop going to movies when you could be working. You want to watch a movie? Watch it at 3 in the morning when you can't work because everybody else is asleep. And it changed my whole way of thinking about what price am I willing to pay to be successful. And, it's, and, and for me, it became what I'm not willing to pay to clown off. I'm not willing to pay $650 to go to a movie. I'm not willing to pay $800 to go have drinks with some friends. I'm not willing to pay... I'm going to work when I can work, and I'll not work when I can't. And that's where I'll fit all the things non-work related. Oh, Chris, that's too hard. Well, maybe, maybe it is for some people. But when I look at the life I've had and the life I live right now, I do it all over again. <laughs> Wasn't too hard. Because of that price I paid then, I get to live like I live now. I do it all over again. But some of you, it's so easy for you to go, ah, I'll do it later. I'm going to watch this movie. 
that $600 movie, that's the choice you're making right now. Rather than get on the phone and make some calls, network with some people, set up some business, you're choosing a $700 movie. Now start to evaluate your choices. So what price are you willing to pay? Every single goal and dream has got to have a deadline. It's got to have a time frame. That's number three. You got to put a deadline and a time frame on it to keep yourself from procrastinating and saying, I'll get to it tomorrow. You got to have a finish line. Number four, you got to have a game plan on how you're going to do it. You can't just run around in circles and hope things happen. You got to have a, you got to have a game plan. Now, the beauty is if you're hearing this and you're part of Surge, there is a system and a game plan you can follow and you have mentorship who you can follow. So this one, you don't really have to think a whole lot about. You just got to commit to allow yourself to be coachable where you can follow other people's leads. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Don't try to come up with your own philosophy or system. Follow the successful philosophies and systems that already exist. Number five, don't just depend on a, a device. Write your goals and dreams down. Get yourself some three by five index cards and literally write it down and post it and put it everywhere. See, the, the downside to using a, a cell phone or a device is you still have to open it, put, put in the code, open it up, open the app, and open. So before you ever see what you need to motivate you, your goals, you have to consciously do four or five steps to even see it. But if I got an index card that I've got taped to, to something, as soon as I, if I got to take to the mirror in the bathroom, as soon as I walk in and look up, it's right there. All I got to do is open my eyes. It's there. If I have it on my nightstand and I go to turn the light off, I open my eyes, it's there. If I've got it on the dashboard of my car, when I get in my car, it's there. Things that I automatically do anyway, if I got to take to the refrigerator, when I go to eat, it's there. So it's always right in front of you. There's nothing extra you have to do. A goal can't be motivational if the only way you see it is if you got to go through five or six steps to make yourself go see it. Make it easier for you. Make it when you forget and life's kicking your butt that you could glance somewhere and see the goal and get new energy and new motivation. Make it somewhere that it's 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 easily accessible to you. It's like a lifesaver. You know, they got these video games where if whatever you're doing runs over this little light, it gets more strength or it gets a new weapon. But they put those things right there in the middle of the street or whatever so you can run over there and get it. They don't hide them in a basement under it. It's right there. You just got to be able to walk enough steps forward to grab that new lifesaver and be able to have a new weapon or a new. That's the way you got to do with your goals. You got to put them everywhere. So when you're feeling most vulnerable, you can, at a glance, be reminded of what you're fighting for and why you're putting yourself through this. So put them on three to five index cards and put them everywhere that you naturally go and look. Just telling you how to 
control that that space, right? And and guys, you got to look at your goals every day. You can't let a day go by every day, every day, two or three times a day. When you get frustrated, pull it out. If it's not already in front of you, pull them out of your pocket and look at it. If they're right there on your dash, take a minute, pause before you drive off and read them again. Give, keep giving yourself a reminder of what you're fighting for. If you can do that, you can change 2021. Now combine that with the other two things I said. Make sure you got a mentor that you're following this year and make sure you read 10 pages a day as a book a month, 12 books in a year, as a whole new person. Promise you that. I also always focus my goals in the five areas. I call it the five F's of goal setting. I suggest you do that too. Don't just, I want a car and that's it. Put that on there if that's on there. But have a goal for your faith. What contribution to your faith and belief are you going to make this year? How much better are you going to become? Have a goal for your family. What is your legacy going to be? What are you going to do or leave this year for your family? Have a goal for finances. Be very specific about money. So many people throw terms around like rich, wealthy, and they never define them. And so they don't ever know if they've achieved or even getting close because they've never defined it. Have a finance goal. Know exactly what you plan to make in income for the year and break it down to month and break it down to week. How much of that income do you intend to save in an emergency fund? How much of that income do you intend to invest towards your goals or retirement? How much of that money do you plan to use for charity or anything else that you plan to do with your money? Have finance goals that are very, very specific. Fitness goals. Guys, you, you only have one you, and there is no do-over. I, I think there'd probably be nothing worse than fight for a better life and then die before you ever get there because you didn't take care of yourself. And, I, and I, this is from a person who knows it's not easy. I struggle taking care of myself all the time. But I keep trying every day to get better. And now I'm on this program. I feel like a, a robot. You know, I got a machine that checks my blood sugar and then, you know, and it's attached to a Fitbit that checks, checks my activity and how much I'm working out and how much I'm riding a bike or walking or, you know, and so the two are connected and then it's all connected to an app through my health insurance company where they monitor the machine that checks my blood sugar and the Fitbit that checks my health. And they put that together with their coaching and their advice and their diet and they, and they monitor this. And I have an actual coach who texts me and calls me and, and sends me emails. And so I've made myself now accountable to a whole nother you know, institution to help me become better with my health. And this is interesting. So this is going to, you know, so I'm going to give this whole thing a try, you know, and, uh, and, and it's awesome because my health insurance company actually 
uh, you know, pays for it. And so I'm waiting for everything to come in, but, you know, they sent me the Dexcom G6, uh, uh, you know, a sensor, and all, they just, that just came in the mail yesterday, and the, and the Fitbit, and all of this other stuff, and all, my insurance company paying for 100% of it if I'm willing to put myself on the program. You can't beat that. This is this is proactive healthcare. I'm 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 digging it. And so I'm gonna spend this year, you know, having people in my ear about my health. And the goal is to get me to a point where I'm off all medications. That's my health goal. I take it probably eight medications a day, eight pills a day plus insulin shots for my diabetes. And they're telling me that they can get me off of all the medicine and put my diabetes into remission. What? Are you serious? I can reverse this and not have to live with this my whole life? Like my mom did, like my dad did, like my sister did, like my niece does to this day? I'm going for it. I'm going for it. And you got to hook me up to machines and monitor my my walking and, and everything. Fine. You're going to fuss at me, whatever. Fine. I'll take it. But I've got a mentor now, a, a system for my health. Make sure fitness is part of your goals and your game plan. So you don't even get some of the stuff I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> but nobody taught me that as I was coming up. And all I did was work and work and work. I had to work diet which was work all day, forget to eat, and at 11 o'clock you're starving to death, so you eat all the most healthy things you can and a whole lot of it, and then you go to sleep. For years, I ate once a day and worked all day and ate once a day. For years, once a day. One big meal a day. Of all the unhealthy things you could possibly eat. And then go to sleep for a couple of hours. I, I don't blame, I can't blame nothing else for what I, other than I was on that entrepreneurial diet. And guess what? I still talk to people today and mentor people today who say to me, yeah, I pretty much, I just work. I don't even really get hungry. I have to remind myself to eat. Yeah, that's all the stuff I used to say. That's all the stuff I used to do. You can be so intense about your goals and on the phone that the day will pass you by. But you can't do that. You've got to stop and make sure whether you feel hungry or not that you nourish your body and take care of yourself. You got to. And then uh, the other last F is fun. Every time you hit a goal, reward yourself. Make this fun. You got to enjoy the journey, not just the destination. You can't be like, I'm going to be totally unhappy until I get in the car. So, no. Every step of the way, if you say, I'm going to get a new car and, uh, or whatever, and I'm going to put $5,000 down, and every time you get saved $1,000, do something. Celebrate somehow. It doesn't have to be a financial celebration, but make this thing fun. Have goals to travel and take your family places and show different things along. Have fun. You don't know how long life is not promised. You got to enjoy the journey with goals along the way. 
but it's going to be fun and I'm going to be competitive and compete and have a good time and win trips and win contests and all of that. You got to have goals that some people, I don't, I don't believe in competition. I don't believe that you're not going to have fun. Competition is more about fun. Most things that are competitive, like sports, the people who do it, do it because they love it. These football players we watch play in the NFL been playing football since they were peewee when there was no pay. Just peewee league, just five, six years old with equipment on running around into each other. It's what they love. So make what you're doing what you love and have fun doing it so you enjoy the journey where it doesn't even feel like work. That's when you know you got it. So guys, it's 2021. You kept asking for it to come. It's here. What are you going to do with it? We'll see. Next time on Winners Win Live. Thanks for joining me this morning.